0: Matt, lay down a beat. Mm -hmm. Lay, Lay down a beat. When I say Matt, lay down a beat, you're supposed to lay down a beat. Let's try that again. Two, three, four. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight and tonight only, coming live from some bedroom somewhere in the middle of some <laughs> island. It's the chips and bits. Aw, <laughs> that was actually—I felt pretty hyped about that. If you didn't make me laugh, it would have happened, but <clears throat> you ruined it. That was good. I felt like I, I felt like we were becoming something. Like this, this was the moment where our podcast became legit. Well, thanks a lot for being fucking funny. No, I would not describe myself as funny. I would just describe you as
1: incredibly tolerant. I did that with a chocolate in my mouth as well.
0: You were incredibly tolerant with a chocolate in your mouth? Yeah. Oh, I'm very impressed. You should be. Yeah. We were discussing beatboxing before we uh, started recording today. So. And yet
1: somehow you still caught me off guard. (laughs)
0: Somehow. (laughs) And then I tried to kick it off. And if you were totally worthwhile, you would have been able to just jump right in. Yeah. We'll keep trying throughout the night, especially as we go down the road of... uh, not remembering the game that we're talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to invite you to this evening's main event, which is myself, Kenny Myers, and as always,
1: Matthew Anderson.
0: There, see? You, got, you were a little off there, though, yep. just by like a half second.
1: Because sometimes you say my name in the intro, so yeah. And this is our last
0: podcast. It is. Well, of the no, season. Of the season, yeah. Oh, we finally get to use the nomenclature. I've been
1: trying to enforce this entire season. Yeah, last, last, last podcast of the season before our winter break.
0: Yeah, we we're actually, we take two months off. When we talked about bringing the podcast back, I was like, Matt, 12 podcasts is just too much. It really is. Let's Game of Thrones it. <laughs> yeah. they, do, they do plenty in 10. Yep. And uh, right now we have uh, 700 Patreon supporters. Dang. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how we got there. We got a lot in the last two months. Yeah, yeah, it seems like as if we were recording this before reality actually happened. I'm just kind of hoping that some 699
1: showed up. Just sort of dreaming that
0: at some point, Mark Bixby wasn't our only supporter. (laughs) But thanks for supporting us, Mark Bixby. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, it's good to be number one sometimes. Definitely. I mean, it's also sad to be uh, one. It's a very lonely number. So if you want to give us money for some reason... Matt definitely doesn't need it. You see his fancy, fancy bags. Mm -hmm. Uh, Please stay at our Patreon account. Yeah. And enjoy a delicata sandwich.
1: I don't, it's, it's, no. No? It's it's, it's over. Is it? Yeah, it's, they're they're not, they don't listen.
0: Well, then I guess this will be the true end to the season. So what are we talking about tonight, Kenny? Oh, yeah, I know. That one was dying there. I felt it. (laughs) Just like, just the... Remember, I was talking earlier about just watching myself crash a car into the wall and then drive in reverse and crash it again. Yep, I see right there again. I feel it. I feel it. That's why I'm here. We're talking about Gone Home today, Matt. Thank you for asking. Gone Home. Gone Home,
1: of course, a game that isn't a game, question mark? It's really, I mean, we we podcast about video games, so it's kind of weird we're talking about Gone Home. Yeah, yeah, Gone Home, which is definitely not a game. Yeah, definitely not.
0: Yeah, because, you know, you're just walking around interacting with things and then developing and understanding things better as you move forward.
1: There's also like a story in there that you kind of have to figure out along yeah, the way. Put yeah, Put some pieces together. So, I don't know. Would you, maybe like a puzzle kind of. You
0: know, I stick with a lot of those guys in the comments and in the forums on yeah. the gaming site. and mm-hmm. you know, 99% sure that guys is the correct word to use there. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You know, I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm generalizing accurately instead of sexistly. Mm. So, uh, of course, I am being sexist in the process against men, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how this works. But they generally would post about how whenever someone talked about Gone Home being a great game, someone would be like, it's not a game. It's not a
1: game. It's not a game. Um, but it's totally a game. Well, maybe we can settle this once and for all. You think it's a game. Yeah, right? and you think it's a game. I would say I think it's a game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we should go on the comment threads in the forums. We really should. Reddits. I mean, I didn't know that that was such a big uh, point of contention. But just in case any of you listeners out there were wondering if Gone Home is a game, now you know turns out it actually is a game it is yeah and it's not just a game it's a game worthy of us podcasting about it
0: beyond and boy is that an honor i mean if the bureau you know it joins
1: it joins (laughs)
0: such fine pieces of work as (laughs) XCOM, the bureau Mm. and uh
1: what other i mean tolerable games makes me me tingly just thinking about it again most
0: of the other games we pretty much liked
1: yeah yeah most part yeah except bioshock 2
0: god Wait, we didn't podcast about Bioshock. Oh, sorry, Bioshock Infinite. Oh my God, are you really dredging that up? No.
1: What are we talking about tonight, Kenny?
0: We're talking about Gone Home. It's gone Home, which, as you know, is a game. It is. This podcast is terrible already. Can't you feel it? Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's the last one.
1: We got yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck these.
0: Fuck you. So, fuck you,
1: listener. So uh, we're out of here. Two months. Fuck off. Uh, one, I, I can tell you, uh, it, and now what has become my favorite way to start a video game. Okay. This, this game has that. Are you talking it's about how you
0: get naked, jerk off, and then cry yourself to no, sleep? No, no, no,
1: no, not okay. that one. Okay. I'm talking about the one where uh, you basically get thrown into the game, yeah. and you just have no idea what's going on, and they're like, figure it out. Then how come you don't like Dark Souls? That's No, yeah, that, I, I liked it for that reason. I like that aspect of it. Yeah. But the, the more interesting thing about this particular game is that that's actually kind of the whole game.
0: Yeah, it's all so, about discovery. Yeah,
1: the whole, like, so it starts, and I was like, oh, cool. It's got that sort of like, I got to figure all, all this shit out beginning, which I love. I think it's, you know, it, as long as it's done well, it's, it's always fun to do that.
0: Beyond that, the fact that it's a game about discovery is in itself and what you discover, like, beautiful. Like, it's so beautifully tied together to what the narrative is, because it's a yeah. narrative of discovery, too. Yeah.
1: Um, so let's try and do our best to try and describe a little bit about what this game is about.
0: Well, uh, someone told me to play the game with headphones on and to play it, um, in the dark with headphones and it was exactly how you should play this game.
1: Interesting. I played it in the dark and sometimes I played it with headphones, but not all the time.
0: Oh, you should have played it with headphones the whole time.
1: But, um, I, so here's, here's what I recall from how it started. You start on the front porch of a house. You do. Yes. And it's a house in the Pacific Northwest. Woo. And it looks really nice. It's a nice house. It's very stormy outside though. It's a big house um you're coming you know you're coming home from school from school that's what it sounds like yeah uh and you can't get in the front door right until you find the key which is hidden in the spot so it's like they give you these, these little hints where it's like okay i'm coming home from school this is probably my house well my parents house and i don't have a key but i know where it's hidden so like they establish a sort of like immediate relationship with the house that you're supposed to know when you get onto the front porch right And that's the first discovery point. Where is the key to get me in the front door? That's how simple it is. Yeah. Um, But in a nutshell, everything from that point forward becomes you wandering through the house. It's very big. (laughs) And discovering all sorts of stuff. Uh, Little intricate things from uh, the the bands that your sibling likes. It's um, in the
0: early 90s.
1: Which is great. We should talk about that, too. Yeah. Um, All the way to, like... Weird, creepy things that you discover in the house is kind of hard to talk about without really going all the way down, boiling
0: that. the game, which is what we do in every podcast. Yeah, I guess we do that. Yeah. but
1: you know, essentially, well, the,
0: the creepy like story about uh, is it the uncle or someone that it, that the house like there's like a ghost story. Yeah, there's there's story yeah. within the story. There's the story of your sister. Uh, and the story of the house. And those yep. two
1: intertwine with each other. Well, there's your dad, too, the the, the yeah. author stuff.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, all these, the, it's pretty much the story of your family with nobody's there.
1: Yeah, And that's, I was trying to somehow get to how you realize very quickly that you don't just have to get into the house because there's no one there to answer the door. But, like, there's no one there at all. And you were expecting them to be there. Right. So where the hell is your family is kind of what you're trying to figure out. Right. Um and you're stuck there because the the shuttle that dropped you out from the airport they're gone yeah. and you can't you pay your
0: $26. It's the middle
1: of a storm so it's not like yeah. you're going to walk anywhere. So you're just kind of stumbling through and being like, "Oh, hmm, I wonder where everybody is." Yeah. To loop back to the thing that you heard Kenny mention briefly, it's it I guess you call it a period piece, whatever. They picked early 90s um as the setting for this, which doesn't didn't just create an interesting um set piece because all the posters in your you know, sisters' room are all '90s posters, and the CDs you find that you can play—they're all '90s bands, and this is just kind of cool. But one thing that I felt was particularly complimentary to the—I think—the story they were trying to tell is there's no technology. So, it, as soon as you started wandering around the right. house, immediately you're like, "Why don't you just text or call?" They're like, that's what you're thinking. Right. You right? can't
0: text your sister to see where she is, right? Yeah.
1: And so, and they back that up with like, you'll start walking around the house and you see like notes on the fridge yeah written from your sister to your mom like i'll be back at three and you realize oh shit i cannot they're not here and there's no way for me uh, to communicate with them
0: now that it's november 2015 do you remember when we used to have fridges that's <laughs> ridiculous oh, contraptions weird. so weird it's like phrenology you I know? know it's just like it doesn't make any sense old school doesn't make any sense
1: but yeah so i found that particular you know piece of Particularity. the story yeah, In no, I, just, I just found it interesting because I, you know, most of the time when it's when it's a quote unquote period piece, they pick a couple things and they do it really well. And you're like, oh, cool, they committed to that. That's great. But it added to the sense of kind of like isolation when yeah. all of a sudden you realized I can't even pull out my phone or my computer and just email everyone and be like, hey, where's everybody at? I just have to figure it out.
0: Yeah, I and one of the things that struck me, they made up all those bands. I don't think there weren't actually any real. It was all made up material, but made to look and sound right, like. But it stuff. sounds
1: like yeah, yeah, like a '90s kind of.
0: Yeah, I remember it actually. I think it was like uh the the posters were like '90s, like um, uh, uh, what's that movie? Uh, um, like uh, female like punk like grunge. It had a name. I don't remember. It so good, all the bands are so good. I wish I could remember it. Um, it kind of it thematically had a, a lot of that stuff, and then it had um the thing that I really enjoyed about it was not actually the element of the nineties was actually that it was a, it was actually like a horror game. Yeah. yeah. And the way it ends on a twist, like it, it ends on a twist that is not, it's not M night. It's not an M night <laughs> twist. You Thank know? God. It It's like a twist that just like completely it's, it's amazing. It's so, Good. It's such good writing because it's a twist that surprises you and completely changes how you view the entirety of the game you played. It, like, it changes how every action that you've done, like the horror of the game now comes from the some of the people, the real people's actions involved and not the house itself. And it, it just makes everything so much um, lighter, actually. You're not... The, the, the way it's kind of set up is almost like a creepy haunted house that you're exploring, which is a really cool concept in general um, because you know they use a lot of sound design and like mm-hmm. things will open suddenly and then you find the secrets like chambers behind yeah. the bookshelves and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, it's set up so that you expect a Falcon Hell creature to spawn out and just scare the shit out of you at some point, but they never do.
1: Yeah, I was just going to mention one of my favorite parts about the game is that they did such a good job with the kind of atmosphere and the pacing of how you find things in the house. Right. That it did feel there was this point of uh there's this piece of tension in the game constantly and I always felt like, oh god, you're going to find at your some point you're going to find time, your sister's dead body. Right, at some point in time I'm going to just something terrible is going to jump yeah. out at me or there's going to be a monster or I'm going to find my headless parents or something terrible is going to take place yeah. and it just never it never arrives.
0: <laughs> but what's funny is the way that they make it feel so open but keep the narrative so sort of locked. Like, you can certainly go through it and sort of barrel through it and miss something. But it, but it's hard not to interact with things. And you find out a lot um, without being pointed really in any directions. Occasionally, they'll open something up. And mm-hmm. that obviously points you in a certain direction. But you're pretty much... It's a self-guided tour. And by the end of it, I feel like I had a pretty... Cohesive understanding of the narrative. Yep. And uh, and how well done it was delivered. Like, um, I don't know if our experiences differed too much. I, I don't know if anyone who plays the game has a really different experience. It's pretty linear in that regard. Well, maybe drag. if
1: they skip a bunch of stuff.
0: Yeah, they could be like, wait, what the, what the fuck is the, the killing... Like, there was an uncle, wasn't there, who was like a murderer or some shit like that? Uh, there was some dark...
1: Oh, yeah, there's lots of dark stuff.
0: Ghost story in there. Well, the darkest stuff was the. I think there's a Christian. It's been a while. I think there was like a Christian thread through there, wasn't
1: there? I don't remember that.
0: I think there was a camp.
1: I think there yeah, was. Yeah, there was a camp thing. Yeah. And then there was the stuff with like your, either you or your sister misbehaving too. And there was some questionable, like, they sent. did they send one of you away or like sent the sister away or something? Yeah. There was, some, there was definitely a lot of like sub stories where you were curious as to what was going on in the family, but they weren't.
0: You're like, okay, who murdered all these (laughs) people? Yeah,
1: kind of. And where are their corpses? Yeah. And I don't even remember, you just brought up the whole um, kind of moving around the environment stuff. I don't even recall if there was a map in this game. Is there a map?
0: Uh, There is a map, yeah. Okay. I
1: I thought there was a very simple one. It is a
0: very simple one. And
1: I remember just like not really needing it most of the time. Because they did a really good job with basically, you do backtrack quite a bit. In fact, most of the game is going back through these rooms and the different parts of the house because you're just looking for one more thing. Yeah. But I, for whatever reason, it was never annoying. I always thought like, oh, I wonder what I'm going to find this time when I go back through this closet. Because I'm like, where's the dead cool body?
0: Yeah. Where's <laughs> that? That's you're pretty much looking for the murderous <laughs> uncle or the dead body.
1: Yeah, it's. And it's I mean, it is kind of weird because I mean, this it's first person. Yeah. Um, well, I could see, I can see how someone uh, who
0: looks at it at a very superficial, like like mis- I can see how people. Uh, would be like, Well, I can't build a tower in it, so it's not a game because it feels it it's very much more along the lines of very story driven and you yeah. interact with yeah. things and you don't really uh, alter things it's not a it's not a it's not a thing where you alter things, but to assume that games could be defined by any sort of uh like Thing like that is ridiculous. It is, yeah. I mean, and it is a very interactive. It's an interactive art. I mean, that's what a game can be at its best.
1: Yeah. There's basically you move around, and there's an action button. That that yeah. is that's it. And and the things you can interact with are usually things you want to read or something you want to check out. Yeah. The only literally
0: thing, that was Journey. Journey was just moving around and jumping.
1: Totally. Yeah. And, and poking on the other <laughs> guy to find out anything if,
0: yeah. can be. That's why that argument is so frustrating to me. Anything. Game related is literally just you pushing buttons and staring at a screen.
1: Yeah. And in this game, I mean, what you interact with is basically you could open doors and you could turn on and off lights. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was pretty much it. You could open drawers, too. Like, you could open things, close them, turn on lights, turn off lights. Um, But, yeah, I I don't know if maybe there's something to do with the fact that even as simple as a game um, that Journey was, um, that it was not realistic. Right? It was... It was contrived. There was a yeah. there was a a fantasy there. There was a whole world with an artistic style and characters and all this stuff. And I think maybe people can just detach that better. Whereas this is meant to be a real. I mean, it's it's built like a first person shooter, but it's just a house. Yeah, and it's just a real house with real people supposedly inside of it with real stories. And maybe they had an issue with that. I I don't know why. I mean, because.
0: Well, we should probably talk about the ending and then talk about the, a, a similar perception that also may be jumping to conclusions as assuming it's not a game. Sure. Which is essentially the story of Gone Home as the story of one woman's liberation, sexual liberation and, and escape from a place that, that, that she discovers that she's in love with another, the sister, not the, not, not the explorer. Not the main character, yep. She discovers she's absolutely in love with uh, another woman and it's, unbelievably that's the tw- that, that's oddly enough is the twist because you're just led on this sort of path where you think you're w- running up to the attic it's mm-hmm. all building up so that you can go upstairs to the attic and the attic is like you know it's like yeah. this thing and you that's go upstairs where your dead family's gotta be yeah that's yeah. where they're all <laughs> hanging that's where their lifeless corpses are staring into your soul uh-huh. and you go up there and there's just a letter there and it just explains how she ran away from home to be with the girl that she loves mm-hmm. and like but she felt she feels free and happy, and you like read that. You are like, holy shit! Like, yeah, the the whole game just the, like it completely turned around uh, what I was doing, and it just made it like it improved it. It didn't just like, ooh, you know, he was dead the whole time. It was like, <laughs> it was like. I mean, that's a good movie. I Unbreakable sure, was yeah, his yeah. best movie, but we can, we can, but it, it was like it was a twist that added value, which are the best twists.
1: Yeah, and again. Part of the reason why you're so invested in you're not expecting that, which is funny because yeah, I mean that's the all. definition of a twist. Yeah, but Ooh, what's even a twist? even once a twist happens, you know your brain's immediately trying to figure out, oh, what's the twist going to be? It's twist moment, right? Yeah, yeah. And you would have never picked that. It's not even Ever. on the radar anywhere. No. Um, but uh, the thing I felt that was even more interesting about this particular part in this game was that you've discovered all of this information to make that twist possible by like reading. Note, notes in your sister's notebook and di- right. like finding these diary bits and like all this stuff no and, it drives you and you see the pr- the progress of like they're just friends you know they're friends at school or whatever it is and you like read all these communications between them and, and letters between the parents and stuff talking yeah. about it um
0: that also the early 90s plays a big part in that because mm-hmm. of how unacceptable it's just it seems so it doesn't seem that long ago and it's insane yeah. how much acceptance has changed in the last 10 years. Yeah. And that's 20 years ago. It's sure. just I mean, it's great, but yeah. it's just so uh, that also the setting, the timeline plays into that quite a bit sure, too. Cause no because- one knows what to do with it either. And the, the parents end not to do with, uh, two women loving each other like the way that they respond is horrible
1: right and and that's a unique point that you pointed out because it's one of those things where because we've lived through this particular uh moral issue yeah it's moral issue it's uh something that you know we all present day feel proud of all the progress made around that but it's not too far away yeah, that we can't experience And that, there's so much more to go. Right, that storyline <laughs> and not really get where they're driving. We're like, yeah. right, yeah, totally. This is this well, is We're an, at the point issue. where it's not a morality question. It's just like, yeah, that's
0: that's just something that happens. No, no one should give a shit. No, it's a
1: moral issue. <laughs> no, it's
0: not. It's, <laughs> it's like it's like who gives a fuck? No yeah. one gives a fuck. Well, I mean, people obviously give a fuck, but um who the the, the way that it's delivered uh and the reason I bring this up is is the the twist, like we said, adds, but it seems like people came down really harsh on this game. If you look up a lot of things where they just complain about it, and it's hard enough to look at that and think, I think it's maybe because there's right, yeah, some sure.
1: Because they came down harsh on it because of uh, whether or not they would cons- define it as a game. Yeah. And... Though I'm not sure if you, could, if you wanted to test, like if I wanted to test you right now, that either of us, other than like, like you know, Journey, I think we could name a couple. But there's definitely been games before this game that if you were using the same criteria to judge it, right you would question whether it's a game. Yeah. I mean, this is not, this is not the first game to get that criticism leveled at it. So the fact that it got so much criticism makes it seem like there's something else there.
0: Right? Yeah. And it's, it's so, we're, it's such an interesting time to be a gamer in that regard. There's like, there's this un, uh, this unbelievable wave that I think we've talked about it a couple of times, not on the podcast because, you know, mostly about, yeah. Cause who wants to hear about Cause that? Cause most, I don't want to talk about serious issues. It's <laughs> like that, like the Jesse taking pills on saved by the bell. This mm. is our Jesse taking pills episode. God
1: damn it. Jesse. Oh such good actor. Yeah.
0: Um there's a wave of like really good progressive um attitude about particularly women in games and then uh LGBT and it's it's really kind of anything to have, in games, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like the inclusiveness nature of it. And there's the you know, the counter argument is that it doesn't necessarily that a lot of people make is like people should be able to make the artwork that they do and and that um, you know, sometimes there are just stories about white dudes, you know, that's 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 a point I, that a lot of people make. But I think um games like this are fascinating because they bring that discussion to a head because they involve uh essentially a hero. Yeah. That uh is not uh you. Is not is and, not yeah, me. And is, literally yeah. me. Like this <laughs> white and a you know, a straight white dude like from the suburbs. Yeah. And uh, not for the main streets of Canada. No, no. Um, and uh, and it, and people's capacity for that is 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 totally changing, mm-hmm. and it's great, and it's weird, and sometimes I think um, the both sides react a little too negatively to some idea or some principle, but uh, it's funny to see people who are it looks, feels like they're afraid of, cha- am I even explaining? Am i even like, it feels like I'm just wandering. I'm trying to like, <laughs> it just feels like this really, we're at this really weird shift, um, where everyone's sort of like uncomfortably staring at each other. Like, uh, and that, um, no, I no, this is nothing. Well, just crashing. I,
1: I, I applaud the, the attempt Kenny. Well, I just think it's,
0: I think it's great. I, I think that this stuff is really important and I think it's, Really makes me feel totally shitty when I see really heavy criticism laid on this game, and it's hard not to look at people's biases in that case. Sure. And I do genuinely believe there's people that are not biased who don't feel it. Sure, a which game. is totally fine. Yeah, yeah, but it, but it's just so strong for this particular one that it just makes me like, I don't, I don't understand why that that I that's important.
1: Yeah, I think my my. Um... Kind of relation with this is, I think, kind of weird because I always, I guess, I just always felt like from the time I was a kid until and any time I grew up to the point where I had any sort what I would consider an adult understanding of how I would define art, quote unquote, art, an art form, right? Yeah. I've always considered games to be that. They, yeah. They've always been a media to me that is flexible and fluid. And so I feel like since the time I've been playing video games from the time I was a kid until I played Gone Home, right? Yeah. I've just been participating in the huge moving you know, enterprise that is people's creative you know, thought process of pe- behind all these games. And so it was weird for me when all of a sudden one day I realized not everyone was looking at games in that way. Yeah. Some people were like trying to actually define what they were. You limit them in one direction or another, right. start putting you know, rules around them, telling people what they should play and not play. Yeah, um, which is what we do. Which is exactly what we do. Um, so that's I think that was the weirdest part for me. The, the negative stuff is, is is always bad in my opinion, regardless of whether it's at games or anything. Yeah. Um, in that light, but the thing that was especially um, confusing for me is that I consider myself to be right in the middle of video games. I I love them to death. I have a podcast about them. Yeah. And yet you force your friend to podcast with you <laughs> I really about do, it, <laughs> right? I force people to listen to me yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, them. Yeah. Just and yet and there's them. this entire branch of um, the general public that has this a completely different like opinion of what games should and should not be. Yeah. And you know, as far as I'm concerned, like games can literally be anything you want them Absolutely. to be. Absolutely. Anything that you want to get more than one person, or sometimes just one person, to sit down and in spend money to enjoy a period of time. Yeah. Doing yeah, it's a game.
0: You know, uh I yeah, I feel like a bit of an asshole for even bringing up this entire subject within this podcast about this game. Yeah.
1: Cause it kind of like it, it connects the dots even, even further, but it mean? is what it is, right? What do you mean? It connects the dots? I oh, mean, it, it cements the it connection between this thing. game. Yeah.
0: Like, was this game meant as a discussion piece or was it something that they just wanted to put out for, uh, everyone? Like, I, like, I don't think that was their intent. I think they wanted to make this game that told this beautiful story. And I have no idea And then when I start talking about it like this, I feel like, well, I don't really have a really, uh, I I, I don't, I can't really construct things to say. And I feel like I have to be a little bit safe. And I feel like I have to be a little bit, um, uh, well, I definitely feel I have to be respectful. (laughs)
1: Like it's your podcast, man. I'm not going to judge you.
0: Yeah, no, but it's just, it just, I, I, I didn't even know how to carry. I just realized even talking to you, I didn't even know how to carry out a discussion and I feel worse for the people who made this spectacular game because now I've associated our podcast and this story and, with that
1: whole yeah yeah, yeah. conflict I, I get where you're going I, yeah. I think I would say i optimistically I would say I think the good news is it doesn't matter I don't think whether the intent behind this game was to be a lightning rod at yeah. all or if the intent was just that Someone was very optimistic and was like, that shouldn't be a big deal. I want to make this, I'm going to make it. It shouldn't even be part of the conversation, right? Yeah. The fact is that somebody, a group of people, right, invested time and creativity into creating something they thought was awesome. And if you go out and you think it's awesome, it's great. If you don't, you don't. But I think both of us agree that to say it's not a good game because A, B, C, D, that's one thing. To yes. say it's not a game, it's kind of stupid.
0: Very stupid. Kind of stupid. Probably, if you think that, you're this. You're really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be on record as you are are
1: dumb. Yeah. It's, or or you know. And stop listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Like I just just stop listening to our fucking Take podcast. Take this final podcast of the year as a warning. Yeah, that we will be discussing more other games that aren't games to you that we yeah. thought were games because they were fun, and we thought other people might be interested in them. So there's that. Um, yeah, like fuck fucking all all the uh, all um,
0: all heavy rain. Like the, the, those are just dialogue. Those are really yeah. dialogue. Uh, yeah. So
1: fuck it. It's just the. But nice you could carry or. weapons in those games.
0: And I feel like ah, I just feel even just talking about it belittles the work that they've done, which I just think is so great. It was great. In that regard.
1: Such a, a a really good effort. Um so a little bit of a of a segue into something that I wanted to talk about about, particularly the ending and how they structured the the hero that you had previously mentioned before yeah. we talked about that awesome stuff. Um is one of the things I thought was particularly interesting, and may or, may or may not actually contribute to some of, like, to catalyzing some of the people about this game or not, um, was that it wasn't just that there was this hero that that was different, right? Um, you weren't the person, right? Which I thought was extra interesting, and may have been kind of what got some people weirded out because you basically you were just the silent. Not, you, even n- not
0: even protagonist.
1: Not even. Pawn. The silent pawn. You, you pond. literally just watch it happen. Right. Like you... You, you, exp- you, you, you re- hear it happen. You reveal the hero. Oh, man. That's not you. It's all
0: audio, too. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like... It, it's so well written that you just visualize... Well, you obviously... You see pictures of her. But you visualize this person's event. And you're just uh-huh. walking around. Just It uses your imagination. It's yeah. so clever. Yeah. It's just one of the most clever stories uh I've ever seen unfold yeah. in a game.
1: And so I I wanted to bring up that particular point because I think that is one aspect of this game that is uh I you know I'm sure it's been done somewhere before um well there was the vanishing of know, Ethan Carter which I haven't played yet. It's it's on my list.
0: Though. The vanishing of Ethan Carter is still a game, but it's a piece of shit. <laughs>
1: like, so awful. I'll have to play it. it.
0: It It's, like, the exact opposite of a beautifully cohesive narrative that changes your perspective on things mm. and okay. interacts with things. It's just, like, you walk through the woods and stupid things happen. <laughs> and then more stupid things happen. And then a stupid ending happens. And you're like, this fucking sucks. There it it went two hours of my life. Well, I guess we don't have to review that one. No, fuck that game. But... Fuck you, Ethan Carter. I hope you disappear forever.
1: So, it's, I think that part, that part was interesting because for you know however many of the last decades we've become so accustomed to um, you know art forms like movies yeah. where you sit down in a the theater you watch the story unfold and you never really put yourself in the movie as any of those characters right. right you watch it happen you attach to some of the heroes or the villains or whatever but you experience the story and you either like it or you don't yeah and then comes you know video games which even from the point in time when it was, you know, Mario and you saw the character all the time. Mm-hmm. You still felt like you were controlling Mario, like you were fucking Mario. You were jumping on those turtles. It was whoa. awesome. You could fly. Whoa.
0: Whoa, whoa. I was not fucking Mario. Sorry,
1: sorry. He, Bad phrasing. He Yeah. Okay. So, I guess the point I'm trying to make there is that this was the first time for me that I can honestly say there was a really effective crossover there. Where I felt the whole game was you experiencing the story, not just till the end where you're like the first person, you're the person who is the hero, but you literally watched the whole story unfold and then finish. And you weren't really a part of the story. like <laughs> You weren't really, yeah. you were just there, which I thought was just. You got just, to
0: experience the tension of it.
1: You certainly did. Like, Do you know what the sad part about all this is, Matt? What?
0: You are speaking so eloquently about this stuff, and I have a feeling I am just going to reject this podcast hands down. <laughs> well, that's uh, why I'm here, man. I just, you are just, I feel like this podcast will just be Matt talking about stuff, and I'll be cut out completely just going, right, yeah. That's yeah. why I'm the Clyde to your Bonnie. Yeah.
1: And yes, I reversed those so you would be the woman.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I don't care. Good. Uh, they... Yeah, I just, I just not feel good. I do not feel comfortable with anything said on this podcast, except that I like gone
1: home. Hey, sometimes unexpected stuff comes up. Yeah, like sometimes you're just thrown on the front porch of a house, and you got to figure out what the fuck happened.
0: Yeah, and why you're looking at jars. Jars. There's a lot of
1: jars and stuff, and there's an answering machine. And the answer, I thought the answering machines were great. Yeah, they were pretty yeah. good. So, I, you know, this is a hard game to cover. Because ah, fuck, the majority of it is in the story. It's one of those ones where you don't really want to spoil. I mean, we spoiled the ending, yeah. but how you get there is just, that's the game. And it's, it's, it's magnificent in my opinion, how you basically progress through the story and discovering all these different aspects. Um, if you're into, if you've ever been into anything like point point click adventure games, um, comic books, really good, just story or, or, or character driven games, I think you will enjoy this and I think that you will find the same things that we think are kind of unique and compelling about this kind of game. I think you'll find it just as interesting as we did. And I think I'm ready to cauterize my wounds. <laughs> oh. Well,
0: that is Gone Home and that is the end of our season. It is. Matt, drop a beat. We finished strong. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 okay. no. It's too
1: late. Sorry. No, we didn't. We finished sad. It was great. Uh, thanks, as always, for listening. Uh, yeah, God, thank you at this point. If you're still here, thank you so much. We really appreciate you uh, putting up with Kenny. Yeah, God, <laughs> what the fuck was that?
0: Uh, I'm ending this. My name's Kenny Mars. with me, as always, is Matt Anderson. This is the Chips and Bits podcast.
1: Hey, have a great 2016. Give us money. We'll see you in February. Bye. Bye.